Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine. out there in radio land listening to us right here in amanda land this is the amanda seals show i am your host amanda seals joined by dj nails right here happy taco tuesday amanda good morning gorgeous (laughs) horrible ass (laughs) horrible singing Yeah. With the good morning, gorgeous. Yeah. Now that you said it's Taco Tuesday, I feel like that immediately put me in the mood for tacos. Like, I feel like I need to actually make that happen before the day is over. Well, thank goodness the day is not over yet. We are just getting started here at the Amanda Seal Show. Nails, what do we got for folks this hour? Well, we're going to get into some blaggerate news. After a long legal battle, the House and Ways Committee, which Amanda's going to break that down to all of us because I had to figure out what it was, too. After six years, now, well, after years, they got six years of Donald Trump's tax returns. But what are they going to do with them? You know, we're just going to have to wait and see. But I want to tell you all about what the House Ways and Means Committee is and why this is significant. So stick around for that. And the royal family embroiled in another racist scandal. Surprise, right? Uh, Prince William's godmother, she went carrying on a black woman questioning where she was from. And then at the same time, Netflix released a trailer for Meghan and Harry's documentary. And let me add, Prince William and Kate, they were in Boston at the Boston Celtics game over the weekend. And it was really funny how the players just didn't really acknowledge them. So, (laughs) you know, it's it's America. They like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. (laughs) I'm curious to see what that documentary says, though. So I can't wait to see that. Didn't you do her podcast before? I Meghan did Markle's do her podcast. Yes, I did. I did do Megan Markle's podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't go anywhere. We're right here at the Amanda Seals Show. We got more for you. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seals Said It. That S that's S-E-A-L-E-S Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-Amanda8. That's 1-855-262-6328. You might hear your call right here on the radio. So make sure you call us up and tell us what's on your mind. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn, because it's the Amanda Seals Show. Good morning, y'all. From your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. All right, now tell us what's going on with this royal family over there in England. Well, they're embroiled in another racist scandal. So Prince William, who is in line to be the next king after Prince, well, King Charles, you know, passes away. His godmom went caring on a black woman questioning where she was from. You got to hear this audio right here. Listen. I'm in there five minutes when this lady comes up to me. And the first thing she does is take my hair and move it. Mm. I'm like, I don't know who she is, but she's felt already that she has the right to put her hands on me physically to move my hair. So she can see my name badge. Then she says she was questioned for eight minutes about her ethnicity. Lady, I'm bald, ear, and I'm 
British. Yes, but what's your nationality? A spokesman for Prince William has said there's no place for racism in our society. Do you think that's what this was? Do I think or do I know? I know what racism is. Honey, do I think or do I know? That's really the real deal right there. I actually was lightweight annoyed by him even asking her, like, do you think that's what this is? Because if you're going to tell anybody what racism is, it's going to be a black person telling a white person. But in this yep. situation, we have seen these 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 statements made about the royal family, right? Like Meghan Markle had said they were sideways and folks was like, she's a liar. How dare she? This is ridiculous, which is also bonkers to me, Nails, because why would it be so far-fetched and ridiculous that the royal family would be racist? Like, <laughs> they have been embroiled in centuries of colonialism, okay? Like, I yep. saw a story today where it was like, here's how the royal family, here's how the British colonialists killed one million uh, Indian people in 40 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not just some lightweight family. This is people who have made an entire legacy of this. Now, yep. the person that we're talking about is <laughs> Prince William's godmother. And apparently, like, she had to step down from her position, which I'm like, how do you do that? But her name is Lady Susan Hussey. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Let me ring that one. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. -ling. Her name is Susan Hussey, y'all. And she served as a late Queen Elizabeth II's lady-in-waiting for more than 60 years. She is a godmother to the Prince of Wales. And, um, you know, this event was actually being hosted by Camilla, which was which is Charles's new boo. And if you're watching The Crown, then you know that Camilla really been Charles's old boo the whole time. Mm -hmm. So you can ring the, the cowbell on that one, too. And, um, you know, I think it's just, again, the realization of the fact that these systems, because they call the royal family and all that, they call it the system. These systems are archaic. The people involved in them have so long been away from the way society has moved and changed and grown. And we are seeing a consistent reckoning in societies right now with yep. not allowing things to just go unchecked. So shout out to sis who said, ah, ah. Falani wasn't having it. And I just applaud her for being vocal because I know she's taking a lot of heat for that. Because, you know, over yep. in England, they raise this AF. Mm -hmm. Even, even so. in the media. All right, welcome back. It's Taco Tuesday on the Amanda Seals Show. We're seeing people checking in on social, on the Instagram story. Tag us. Matter of fact, if you're listening, at Seals Said It, tag us on your story. Let us know you tapped in, whether you're in Philly or you're in Jersey, maybe out there on the other side of the city. Tag us at Seal Said It or call us at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Matter of fact, we have a caller who wants to speak on the OGs not showing affection. Play this right here. Hey, my name is Nasser. I was calling about the the, the grandparents and the OGs mm. showing the affection. Uh, I think it's just an older generation probably. You know what I mean? I think it's true because my grandfather never, until like 2015, he died when he was 74, uh, 94 but I, he never told me he loved me until 2015 when I asked him, did he love me? But he never hugged me and told me he loved me or nothing like that. Now, my grandmother, yes, she has. My father the same way. My father never told me he loved me, never never hugged me or nothing. But I knew he did, but he never showed that affection until one day he came from the dentist's office. He was under the uh, coming from under the anesthesia he told me he loved me, but I never told him back. That was the only time my dad ever told me he loved me. Mm. But 
you know what I mean? He was under some type of drug. Right. I right. never I never got that affection. Now, my mom, yeah. My grandmother, yes. My grandfather, no. My father, no. I don't know about you, Nails, but I can hear something in Nasir's voice. Yeah. And Nasir want that affection. Yeah. And you deserve that affection, Nasir. And I think it's super brave of you to ask your grandfather, do you love me? And I think there's something to be said for being able to verbalize to folks like, hey, like I need this, you know, like some people may not need things to be verbalized to them. I'm somebody who lives in words, right? Like you hear when I do my public seals announcement, it's an actual poem. I'm a lyricist. So like it's not just actions. Words actually mean something to me, too. And I feel like a lot of folks don't realize that about other people. But we got to say the things, man. You got to say the things. It, mean, it means something. So, Nasir, shout out to you for even calling us and sharing that with us. That was really yeah. deep. And it really, I love that we are creating a space here at the Amanda Seal Show where folks feel like they can call in and share that, that, type of, um, that type of stuff with us. Because once you get it off your chest, I think it does help you, like, take the next step. Most definitely. You know? And telling somebody, like, hey... I need you to tell me that you love me, man. (laughs) That, you know, I can see how that would be difficult for men to do. But men, all y'all out there, I know you want to hear it too. It's not weak. It ain't weak to say like, nah, I want to hear that you appreciate me. I want to hear that you love me. I want to hear that, you know, you deserve it. I think in society today it's getting better. It's getting a lot better, especially as us black men um, understand, because a lot of us didn't take, you know, therapy serious like that. You're seeing more black men going to therapy. And I know you co-signed that right there. Uh, me and Amanda talk about therapy sessions that she has all the time off, off the air and how she's um, uh, a cheerleader Applying for people. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think we're seeing men tell their kids more and more today mm-hmm. that they do love them and showing that affectionate. I love seeing videos on Instagram with like fathers like kissing their sons. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like showing affection, saying I love you, you know, because that softness is not weakness. Okay, that just allows someone to be much more intelligent about their emotions. And when all of us as humans are more intelligent about our emotions and our feelings, it allows us to stay out of conflict. It allows us to not carry forth violence. And it allows us also, though, to refine our rage in the proper direction, not just putting it towards the people that are closest to us. Shout out to everybody listening right here. When you got to get something off your chest, you know we are here at the Amanda Seals Show and we will respond and we will receive it because this is a safe space. Call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we're going to talk about Danny Kane. That's a name that we haven't heard in a long (laughs) time. But she's got some opinions and frustrations. She want to get off her chest. And we're going to share them when we get back right here to the Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back. Good morning, everybody. I hope your Tuesday is going well. This is the Amanda Seals Show. And we are here to give you all information and love and jokes and here's some information right here nails run us down with the black hair news of this hour i love when on that intro you sports pop culture <laughs> and shout out to my man d wills who actually made that intro for black hair news black hair black hair news black hair news all right so topic number one uh, it sounds like men are starting to help women in this post roe v wade america right now so dobbs basically just triggered a jump in vasectomies among men in the United States. 
I love it. Um, I think it's really reality kicking in that Roe v. Wade was not just about women. Oh, oh, mm. Wow. Surprise. Uh, you know, we always say it takes two to tango until it's something that affects women. And then people be like, oh, yeah, this ain't about me. Well, no, it actually is. So the country has now gotten its own mobile vasectomy clinic owned and operated by a Dr. Guarin, who is so committed to getting men to participate in contraception that he once performed the procedure on himself on camera. Uh, 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 Dedication. My eyes watering up right now. Like, damn, Listen. bro. What? So he's been practicing medicine for over 20 years. And over the past few, he's clocked in over three thousand vasectomies okay he is somebody who says that you know this is something that needs to be done and 20 minutes after the ruling in june missouri banned all abortions except in cases of medical emergencies and there was a trucker that uh this doctor treated who said that made the consequences of unplanned pregnancy much worse he didn't feel like it was right to bring a child into this world with the fears of climate armageddon and democratic mm -hmm. backsliding. And so he went to Dr. Warren and said, you know what, it's time to get that snippety snip. Dr. Warren reached into his mini fridge and got that trucker a can of Fanta and got him a veggie burrito from Taco Bell as a reward <laughs> for getting the snippety do. Now, Dog. the question for you, <laughs> Nails, is have you even been aware of the whole vasectomy of things before this whole Roe v. Wade? Yeah, yeah, I have a couple friends who've gotten vasectomies. Interesting. What made them get them? Yeah. They have like seven kids each. <laughs> ah, and, 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 and what it is is so I have a frat brother who had every time his wife got pregnant, she got pregnant with twins. And <gasps> he has three sets of twins and oh then God. one and then one kid who's not a twin. So that kid, he was like, feel, oh, yeah, that it's kid, I either feel sorry for that kid or I'm like happy for that kid. I'm not sure how it went. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm excited for him because it's dope to see his family pictures and stuff. But at the end of the day, though, it's like he made a responsible decision. Like, yo, yes. I want to keep doing this thing the way that me and my wife want to do it. But we don't want to have any more kids. So let me go ahead and make this move. Snip, snap, snap. You know what? That calls for the sword shot. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now, call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. I want to get your thoughts, particularly men. Any men listening, I want to get your thoughts on if you would ever get a vasectomy and like what would need to be the situation for you to get a vasectomy. And I also want to make it known, guys, that a vasectomy is reversible. Okay, you can get a snip and then get it reversed. So it's not permanent in the way that a hysterectomy is for women. Now, speaking of being sword chopped, your man Kanye got sword chopped from Twitter this week. Tell me why. Yeah, he was removed from Twitter because he was posting up more white supremacy stuff. He was also posting up swastika. But you know how bad you have to be on social media in 2022 to get kicked off of Twitter that Elon Musk is running? I mean, some people are overachievers in all the wrong directions. Uh, <laughs> basically, he put up something that said, like, yay, 24, love everyone, hashtag love speech. And then he put up an image of a swastika combined with a Star of David. Now, I want to let you guys know this. There's all this talk about free speech. And the thing about free speech is that, yes, freedom of speech is being able to say what you want to say. However, hate speech is not included in what is considered free speech. Someone it. had come in my DMs the other day and was like, you know, that Kanye is, you know, what he's saying is what needs to be said in terms of challenging free speech. And I'm like, listen, if you're using your free speech to be low vibrational, then it's not valuable. 
That's what people don't understand. Like challenging things doesn't mean that you have to be doing it from the bottom. Doing something from the bottom is not the same as getting something at the root. Okay, so I'm never going to be out here supporting this idea of, quote unquote, free speech when what it means is to that person, they get to spew hatred to incite violence. They get to trigger an already festering nation of anger and get people to act out because that's what we had learned about on things I learned this week the other day. Uh, stochastic terrorism, right? You're using your words to incite terror. So miss me with that. I think it was actually very responsible that he was removed from the Twitters. I think it's also odd that he was removed, but Trump was reinstated. But again, everything over at Twitter is odd. So um, <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. That's a fact. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. So at the end of the day, we all know that yay is a distraction. And what we actually need to be focusing on is voting in Georgia. Any of my people listening right here who are in Georgia, do not be distracted by all this foolery. Make sure you go out to the polls and get your vote on because there is a Senate race going on in Georgia between Raphael Warnock and the and the werewolf vampire lover himself, Herschel Walker. And that is not who you need to have in the Senate representing y'all. So make sure you get out there and vote. Let's not be distracted. All right. Let's not be distracted. Now, coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, former reality star and lead singer of the group, Danny Kane. She has something valid. Now, normally I really couldn't give two dams about what Aubrey O'Day has to say, but she has some thoughts that I may I may agree with when we get back. And she's going to talk about the artists of today. Let's get into it here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal set it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, y'all. It's two. Tuesday. I'm Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am joined by my homeboy, DJ Nails. Nails, we are supposed to talk about RBO Day right now, so please let us know why we are even doing that. Well, so she was doing an interview, and she spoke about the artists of today and their work ethic. And it's funny she's saying this because she came up under Diddy, and you know Diddy is one of those people who is notorious for making artists earn it. Listen mm -hmm. to this audio right here. Beyonce can release a genius album, and the two biggest artists that have huge record deals are Addison Rae and Bad Bait Bob, Bar, Bob. Okay, let's stop pretending they have talent, please. I, I don't know if what they did, I don't know the dances that she did on TikTok. I'm sure they were very impressive. Um, maybe she should go with Gil and learn Janet Jackson's choreography like we had to. Mm. Or stand in front of Diddy, Jay-Z, or L.A. Reid and sing and prove yourself every day like I had to. Nowadays, the gatekeepers are gone. Everybody thinks they're a star. Everybody can be a star. You can fart the national anthem on TikTok. And you're more famous than me. You're more relevant than me. You have bigger numbers than me. Congratulations. But the old school people that really had to fight through the gatekeepers every step of the way, there's a good group of us that have a little chip on our shoulder about 
how yes. things have transitioned. <laughs> I mean, listen. Okay, okay. Let's so like let's like remove her bitterness aside. And I'm not even trying to say that it's not valid, but like let's remove her bitterness aside. She does have a point, I think. But what I would what I would add to that is that it's not that the gate it's not that the gatekeepers are gone. I think the gatekeepers are shifting what they're intending to inspect to invest in. So they're instead of investing in real talent, they're investing in folks as if they're like a widget that can just make money. So the bad Bobbies and the Addison Ray, I agree with her. They're not talented in the way that, you know, uh, Danny Kane was. They're not talented in the way that we used to see folks like Whitney Houston have to get out there and sing for Clive Davis and, you know, India Irie, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So they're being put in these positions simply because they have a quote unquote following, but they're not advancing the craft. Yeah. I feel like that is because there, a lot of people aren't putting quality time into their music. We live in a, we're such a fast paced yeah. music world right now where they feel like they have to drop music just to stay relevant and on mm. top of mind to their fans that they're not really putting that quality time into their music that they're putting out. I guess I got to talk to some of my music artist friends about this, but I've always felt like, you know, a lot of artists don't even feel like they have the time to do it. You know, like someone like Kendrick is a big enough artist where he can take his time and, yeah bring out a project that's a fully formed ovoir of work and it has a whole lot behind it. I feel like a lot of other folks, they're just dropping stuff every day all the time, yeah. to your point, to stay relevant. And so it doesn't have the same marination in it, mm-hmm. you know, the same effort. And also, for what it's worth, even recording. Once upon a time, you had to have, like, real musicians. You know, everybody had to get there. Like, everybody didn't have access. So it required a whole other level of of passion and of want to be able to do this. And now it's kind of like everybody can have a little studio in their crib for a small amount of money so they can just like make something and get it out there. So there's a, there's a catch 22. I think there's a gift and a curse to that because everyone should have the access to make music, but by creating that access for everyone, you're, you're going to get the low end of the stick sometimes. Nonetheless, you know, Aubrey, she's, she's taken some, some paths and routes and made some choices that I think also infringed upon her still being at a certain level in her creative career. And that's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> that is a well, fact. Well, you know, we kicked the truth to the young black youth and everyone else who's listening here at the <laughs> Amanda Seals Show. When we come back, I got to hit y'all with the... Big up, big up. And the... Let down. So... Don't go anywhere because we're going to be right here. Find out who's going to get the honors of the Big Up Let Down when we get back. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all, to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And it is DJ Nails right here. And we got the big up letdown where Amanda's about to give some props for some people who did some dope things. And she's going to give some blows for somebody who did some whackness. Now, who we got the big up for today, Amanda? Today's big up, big up. Goes to Georgia. Yes, Georgia. Y'all done broke records for condensed early voting for the runoff. Early turnout in Georgia is fast approaching the Senate runoff between Democratic Raphael Warnock and Republican werewolf lover Herschel Walker. (laughs) And it broke daily voting records 
three times since polls in all 159 counties opened last Monday. Now, ahead of the Tuesday runoff, state officials have celebrated this historic feat because election experts contextualize those numbers as unusually high because of a voting period that was condensed by lawmakers as part of a larger overhaul of state elections, which is just another way of saying it was condensed as part of a larger effort to keep people from voting, specifically black people. So, Georgia... You know what? I really appreciate that you guys got up off your booties and got focused. Friday's total beat out Tuesday's one-day record of 304,683 people with a 352,953 people casting ballots. So that is today's. And 75,000 people voted that didn't vote in the midterms. You know what that was, So you know what? We, we, we can clown Herschel and the vampire, but I think that may have been the thing that made people say, you know what, I'm going to just, instead of I'm going to head on out, I'm going to head on in and uh, <laughs> cast a ballot. I can't have nobody sitting up there in the Senate talking about werewolves and, and vampires and, you know, twilight. So... <laughs> <laughs> that is today's big up. Now, today's let let down goes to another southern state, Alabama. Cops in Alabama arrested an 82-year-old woman for not paying her trash bill. What? Can we can we just And what? I saw another story by the way where cops somewhere else had a SWAT team show up for a woman to go in her house and find a cell phone that they didn't even find and it wasn't even hers. That's even It's just, what in, in what world does this make sense? Police in the U.S. state of Alabama arrested an 82-year-old woman over an outstanding trash bill that amounted to $77.80. Bro, for real? Martha Louise Menefield said she was very confused as officers arrested her and handcuffed her on Sunday and once in handcuffs, she said that one of the officers kindly whispered to her and said, don't cry. What? How? The- First of all, it's my arrest and I will cry if I want to. <laughs> she was then taken to the Valley Police Department and temporarily held before she was released on bond. Okay. On bond for $70, Amanda. 77 77 What? Yes. And the police commissioner, like, stands by this. Yes, he stands by this and says, we tried to contact her several times. She received a citation in August for unpaid bills. The city's code of enforcement department said they tried to call several times. And this was the way that it had to go down. They had a warrant for failure to pay trash. Y'all, this is a letdown. This is a letdown for many reasons. One, it's a letdown because it just feels like an um it feels like a I forgot what the word I'm looking for is but it just feels like an extraneous use of of force this is not a reason that anyone should need to be handcuffed this is a citation I don't even know why the police are involved in this type of situation uh this should be something that is dealt with com- simply by bills and liens etc cetera, etc cetera. and on top of that I don't know why she's even have to pay all of this she's 82. Like we can't, we can't handle this a different way. It's a waste of taxpayer money too. There's that. Yes. (laughs) It's also a waste of taxpayer money. And apparently she has had her trash services suspended three times in the past two years. 
So, you know, I don't know, but let's get Ms. Ms. Menefield's trash paid for at Alabama. How can we do this? What, what What's going on? Because she is 82 years old. Her trash has been suspended for two years, and now she's been arrested over trash. I need to figure out why this is happening and how we can use the audience here at Seal Said It to get Ms. Menefield's trash paid for because this sounds ridiculous. Outrageous. Ridiculous. I don't understand it. So... Uh, if anybody has any any information on that, make sure to hit us up at Seals Said It. Hit us up at Seals Said It and let us know if you know anything about Ms. Menafield's uh, trash bills. And also, if you can give me some insight into why the trash situation is so severe that it's causing arrests of elders in of the elderly, not even elders, of the elderly in Alabama. That is today's Let Down. Hit us up. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six two three eight. Coming up, we got more of the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show on this Tuesday. Make sure if you have friends that are down in Georgia, make sure you tell them to go and vote today because this election is so serious and it's so obvious the difference. But on top of that, tag us on your Instagram socials. At Seal Said It, especially if you're listening right now out in Philly or Delaware or Jersey, man. At Seal Said It on all social media. Uh, and we love getting your phone calls as well. So call, chat with us about the show, maybe a topic you heard. Or even if you just want to say what up to Amanda at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6238. If you want to join in on the conversation any time of the day. Coming up next, we're going to discuss the family of a Texas entrepreneur that was fatally shot by police. And all he was doing was defending his home. That's going down next on the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Good morning. Welcome back. It's Taco Tuesday, as Nails says, here at the Amanda Seals yep. Show. <laughs> I am Amanda Seals. And uh, Nails, please bring us into this very sad and frustratingly common story. Yeah, and this is one of those things that you see one side of political spectrum fighting for these rights, right? The Second Amendment and all that stuff, the bare arms. This happened mm -hmm. in Texas, a man of color who, according to the Texas state law, has the right to bear arms at yes. his house, which mm -hmm. he thought was being burglarized, but he was shot by the police. So, okay, a tech entrepreneur in Texas, he wasn't given ample time to drop the rifle that he was carrying on his own porch before he was fatally shot by police last month. His name is Rajan Raj Munsingh, 33. He had returned from a trip and he thought his home was being burglarized during the early morning hours of November 15th. And so he held a rifle outside his front door and was encountered by an Austin police officer who shot him mm. while almost simultaneously ordering Moonsing to drop the gun. See, here's the thing. They give you these orders... And they don't give you time as a human to even process 
what is being told to you because they operate in so much fear. And I promise you that this police officer had a bulletproof vest. So he wasn't even in the same danger that this person was. And why are you even approaching the home in this early hour in that way anyway without announcing yourself first, right? Without saying like, it's the police. Please make sure that you put down your weapons because you have created a scenario where everybody has guns. Everybody feels like they got to defend their property, got to defend their person, defend their body. But then yeah. you're walking into situations where you're not remembering that as a police officer and then you're putting people in harm's way. It's just so incredibly consistent that this happens where police have these guns and they don't operate with the same level of uh, law and order as the constituency that they're supposed to be serving and protecting. Now, in an exclusive interview on Thursday, uh, Moon Singh's mother, Ruth, and brother, Johan, said that they are heartbroken. They're demanding answers from Austin police. They said he did nothing wrong. He had a gun. He was defending his house, and he didn't point the gun. He was not menacing. He didn't look like he was going to shoot anyone. And here we are, and he has lost his life. It's just, it's it's no... Um, it's no wonder that we keep seeing stories like this because, of course, we also are police officers that are not properly trained. And, and this is the same scenario where you hear, like I said, when we first started Black Urit News, those same politicians who are always screaming out the Second Amendment. Yes. Where are they right now to defend this man who was shot and killed by police? Where are they? I mean, it, it's silence. You know what it is? Crickets. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, you know, it's um, it's a two coffin story and I'm not surprised if we hear it coming up consistently even more and more. So sending our love and light out to the family of uh, Moon Singh and just the people involved in this because, you know, his friends and family are simply just torn up and you think that the police are going to protect you. And I'll bet you because that wasn't a black man. That's it. That's an Indian man, I think. Yep. And a lot of folks be thinking, well, oh, they're not going to hurt us, baby. Surprise. These police is hurting everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now tell us about what went down with chicken salad. On a lighter <laughs> note, this story right here is tripping me out because there's a video that went viral on TikTok. Everybody's seen it. You heard the little sample. It's a girl actually in Cleveland. She always goes to this little deli, this little restaurant, and always gets a chicken salad. Apparently, that little scout, that little sound clip, Google offered the girl just five hundred dollars. Well, let's hear the clip. Y'all better come up here and get one of these. What's that? It's a chicken salad. From where? 81st Deli. What's on it? Superior. I got chicken, pickles, banana peppers, bell peppers, tomatoes, onions. I don't know why this went viral, though. I still don't get it. You know why? Why? It's a chicken salad. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a chicken salad. But why would they only offer her $500? Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. So she said, Tanisha Godfrey, y'all, she said she was lowballed by Tech Giant. She said, I'm still learning how to work TikTok. Y'all know I was new to this, but I'm not dumb. So when you say you want to buy my sound and you're offering me $500, it's a problem, okay? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't know why they even want the sound. Like, what? I, I don't know TikTok well enough to understand why would they buy the sound from her. I don't know. I really don't. But this is this isn't like a surprise that somebody big like Google is trying to buy a black creative sound because black creatives, all these dances and stuff that are viral on social media and stuff. We've been doing this for a long time and they just take our trends and they use it and they whitewash it and we don't get credit for it. 
Well, she's actually getting credit from Weight Watchers because they created the Nisha chicken salad for the company. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And it's a recipe she came up with herself and she shared with her followers that she made a nice profit from the partnership. And uh, they offered they featured her salad in its list of over 12,000 recipes. So it just goes to show you never know when something can flip, man. You never know when (laughs) something can flip for you. So keep being yourself. And I thought I was going to get me a Philly cheesesteak later today for lunch. I'm going to get me a chicken salad. A chicken salad. <laughs> well, coming up next, we have some wisdom from a man, not about a chicken salad, but actually about cheating and having your name on the lease. Oh, it's coming up next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. See, man, it's the Seal Show. You know, we love talking about relationships here, right? We love talking about relationships. Y'all love when I talk about relationships. I love talking about relationships. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by the homeboy. DJ Nails right here. Let's talk about this relationship. <laughs> this is some messed up stuff. And I just learned that this dude, the audio that we're going to play for you, he actually records this. Anyway, let me just get into the story. So a young man, okay. right? He was put out of his own house, even though he paid the bills. This is after a cheating accusation. Now, The audio you're about to hear, this man recorded in a storage unit that he's living out of right now. Hey, man. Hey, fellas, man. Listen, man. If your name ain't on that lease, do not cheat. I ain't saying I was cheating, but I was, you know, these females, man, it's it's a a new generation of them, man. You know what I'm saying? Kick me out the crib, man. I was paying the bills and had their goddamn rent, man. You feel what I'm saying? Still kick me out over a petty argument, which won't no argument. She would just think I was cheating. I wasn't. I was out with the fellas. You know what I'm saying? I was in Matt Main house. But she didn't want to hear that, though. So called the police, told me to get out. I ain't got no money. I had a few dollars, but I had to get it from the storage unit and get the month free jank for a dollar down. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't sleeping on the streets. It's too cold. So you know, I'm going to do what I do. But listen, man. Your name ain't on that lease, man. Do not cheat. Don't look like you cheat. You got to be a straight puppet, man. Or just get your own. Damn. I think there's a bigger conversation being had here, which is that why was your only option to get a storage unit? That was the only option? Like, you couldn't go get another spot? What is missing in your setup that you weren't able to go get another spot? Because the other part of it is... How is she able to have a lease, but you're not able to go get somewhere and have a lease? Why? You don't got no homies. So the same homies that you was hanging out with, ain't nobody had a couch for you to sleep on until you can get your spot? Make it make sense for me, Nails, please. I, I can't make it make sense. I mean, <laughs> when the dude, when he opened up the video, you hear him say, hey, fellas. Yeah. Don't, yeah. He says, don't cheat. Like, I ain't saying I cheated, but bro, you just said, don't it cheat. Like, it's very like, sketchy. <laughs> admission, Super right? Sonic sketchy. Listen, so a friend of mine, like her husband cheated and she just reached her wits end and was like, you know what? I'm done. And his name is not on the house. So Mm. she bought a house down the block, moved the stuff from the house into the new house and put the other house for sale. I was like, it's time for you to find somewhere else to live. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So his his name wasn't on anything? No. Oh. And that's common. You know what I'm saying? That's common. I think the other part of it, too, is simply just the fact that, like, 
as human beings, as adults, like you just got to have your stuff in order because you just never know what can happen, right? Like mm-hmm. he's talking about in this song, in this uh, audio that the young lady, I guess she was just like making assumptions or he wasn't with somebody, he was with the boys and it wasn't an argument, it was a disagreement and she called the cops and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It sounds like there's a lot more chaos going on in this situation than just about this like individual instance. But at the end of the day, you as a grown man, if you're paying all the bills and you're being able to pay towards this apartment, you need to also be able to make sure that you're safe and that you're secure in case anything goes left. And for yeah. women out there, we've been known that, right? For so long, women have had to be in that state of mind. You know why you see in movies like jewelry being so valuable to women? You know like when you see in older movies like people being women being given jewels and, you know, diamonds are a girl's best friend? That's uh-huh. not simply because jewelry has like monetary value. It's because women weren't even allowed to have jobs. Women weren't allowed to have bank accounts. In America, women weren't allowed to have bank accounts until the 70s. So they had to be able to take care of themselves and get out of situations with different things of monetary value. And it had it was jewelry. Nice. I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Things you learned on Tuesday. <laughs> and, you know, so, let me, add, let, let me add to this as well. This is why it's important to go 50-50 in a relationship because in the scenario something like this happened, mama, you you able to go and get your own place and take care of your own stuff. And, and dog, you able to go and get your own stuff too because you went 50-50. You're not playing everything. True. Into the situ- so this I is hear perfect, you on that. You know? I hear you on that. I think there's something to be said for the fact that a lot of dudes, though, and I'll tell you this, a lot of dudes be feeling like I'm going to pay all the bills and I'm going to do everything because then I feel like I have a certain level of dominance over the situation. That's kind of mm, what he was saying yeah. in this. Right. Like I'm paying yeah, all yeah. the bills and I'm giving all the stuff. So how can you kick me out? Because at the end of the day, baby, you ain't on this lease. That's why. Mm-hmm. But there's something to be said for teamwork. Like you said, I I don't know, but he said he cheated and then he said he didn't cheat. So (laughs) (laughs) coming up next, I want to hear from you guys. So what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Y'all? Of course, I always want to hear from people who have been in these situations, but I particularly want to hear from the men because of course this is a man talking, but I want to hear from anybody who has a point of view on this. Hit me up one eight, five, five, Amanda eight. That's one eight, five, five, two, six, two, six, two, three, eight. What are your thoughts on going 50-50 when it comes to living with each other? Living with each other. Because I know there's a lot of women who are like, if he ain't paying all the bills, then he can't stay here. And I'm not that type of gal. So I want to hear from you guys. Let's stick around because we got more to talk to you about. When we come back, one of my favorite segments, we've got Say Word. So stick around to learn what the vocabulary word of the day is. We are, the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. Hey, hey, y'all, we are up, we are up, we are up. High vibrations are what we are trying to make sure we stay in at the Amanda Seals Show. And I'm Amanda Seals. Nails, good morning to you. Good morning to you, too. You ready to do this? Because we can say word. (laughs) I love this segment. So this is a reoccurring segment where I give y'all one of my favorite vocabulary words that y'all can utilize in your language, in your Columbia curse outs. Those are the curse outs that get under people's skin without even having to use a curse word. You know, it's also just able to be used in anything you're doing, your emails, your poetry, your journals, etc. So I chose this particular word. Because I think there's a lot of immoral stuff going on right now. And so when you're constantly trying to hold people above that bar, you can get labeled as 
Sanctimonious. Ooh, big one. Sanctimonious, an adjective meaning making a show of being morally superior to other people. Now, I get this label a lot. I get this label a lot from folks because I really be trying to like hold folks' feet to the fire when they be acting left, right? And it's not to say that I'm perfect or flawless, et cetera, but particularly people who are in like positions of power, I think that there's like a real disassociation from ethics that be happening quite a bit. Even in yesterday's public service announcement, even in yesterday's public seals announcement, I use the word sanctimonious when talking about yay because I'm not trying to say that I'm morally superior or morally perfect, et cetera, et cetera. However, when someone is like making a concerted effort to say hurtful words and do hurtful things to people, like they do need to be held accountable. Now, Nails, I challenge you to use sanctimonious in a sentence. All right, you ready? <clears throat> yes. What happened to all that sanctimonious talk about putting the employees first? Very good. Like Very that, good. Like that, like now, that. the the way that's being used is, you know, trying to say like, so what happened to all that high and mighty? That's another word for sanctimonious, right? Ooh, we like to use that one, high yeah, and mighty. Yeah. You know, you was being real high and mighty on your high horse thinking <laughs> that you was better than everybody. So that's what sanctimonious is. And sometimes, sometimes people will try and call you that for calling them out and listen don't receive it however sometimes you need to use this word to call people out who are actually not living up to the moral standards that they are trying to hold everybody else to okay exactly so that is today's say word sanctimonious let me know if you got the opportunity to use it in a sentence this week also call us up and tell us if you want to give us a scenario where somebody's being sanctimonious and you want to check them give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6238 coming up next we got more for you so don't go anywhere Seal show. Hey, hey, y'all, we are up, we are up, we are up. High vibrations are what we are trying to make sure we stay in at the Amanda Seals show. And I'm Amanda Seals. Nails, good morning to you. Good morning to you, too. You ready to do this? Because we can say word. <laughs> I love this segment. So this is a reoccurring segment where I give y'all one of my favorite vocabulary words that y'all can utilize in your language, in your Columbia curse outs. Those are the curse outs that get under people's skin without even having to use a curse word. You know, it's also just able to be used in anything you're doing, your emails, your poetry, your journals, etc. So I chose this particular word. Because I think there's a lot of immoral stuff going on right now. And so when you're constantly trying to hold people above that bar, you can get labeled as sanctimonious. Ooh, big one. Sanctimonious, an adjective meaning making a show of being morally superior to other people. Now, I get this label a lot. I get this label a lot from folks because I really be trying to like hold folks feet to the fire when they be acting left. Right. And it's not to say that I'm perfect or flawless, et cetera, but particularly people who are in like positions of power. I think that there's like a real disassociation from ethics that be happening quite a bit. Even in yesterday's public seals announcement, I use the word sanctimonious when talking about yay, because I'm not trying to say that I'm morally superior or morally perfect, et cetera, et cetera. However, when someone is like making a concerted effort 
to say hurtful words and do hurtful things to people like they do need to be held accountable. Now, Nails, I challenge you to use sanctimonious in a sentence. All right. You ready? Yes. What happened to all that sanctimonious talk about putting the employees first? Very good. Like Very that, good. Like that, like now, the the way that's being used is, you know, trying to say like, so what happened to all that high and mighty? That's another word for sanctimonious, right? We Ooh, like to use that one, high yeah, and mighty. Yeah. You know, you was being real high and mighty on your high horse thinking that you was better than everybody. So that's what sanctimonious is. And sometimes, sometimes people will try and call you that for calling them out. And listen, don't receive it. However, sometimes you need to use this word to call people out who are actually not living up to the moral standards that they are trying to hold everybody else to. Politicians. (laughs) Exactly. So that is today's say word, sanctimonious. Let me know if you got the opportunity to use it in a sentence this week. Also, call us up and tell us if you want to give us a scenario where somebody's being sanctimonious and you want to check them. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6238. Coming up next, we got more for you, so don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Taco Tuesday over here at the Amanda Seals Show. DJ Nails holding you down right now. My girl Amanda Seals grabbing herself a cup of coffee. Yo, thank you so much for listening to us. Everyone who's tapped in in Philadelphia and on our podcast, you can just search the Amanda Seals Show wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get. You can tell I'm from Florida, right? <laughs> Listen, we appreciate the interaction and everything. Keep the calls coming at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Coming up next, we'll continue our getting to know you. And today, we got this question. What was the worst date and why? Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Now, from the royal family to the real life. Willie Beeman. Uh, if you don't know that reference, I'm not going to explain it to you. But uh, tell me about what's going on with Deion Sanders because he has been the talk of the town. Well, Coach Prime, you know he was the head coach at Jackson State University, HBCU down there in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, mm-hmm. He left. He left for Colorado State. I mean, a big difference in salary and he dipped in the HBCU community is pretty pissed. I mean, I guess, you know, the real reason that people are pissed is because he was really there touting the importance of players going to HBCUs and really building up HBCU programs to be as impactful as these other, you know, programs that are D1 schools, et cetera, et cetera, and wanting black players who have the talent to go to the NFL to feel like they can still get there by going to an HBCU. That to me was like the real thing. But it's been fascinating to see people like react because they're like very angry and feel like Dion is, I guess, like dissing HBCUs for money at Colorado. And there's been other people saying, well, no, I mean, he did what he needed to do at Jackson State and now he's moving on. And maybe Jackson State didn't do what they needed to do. There's a lot of speculation, but his new salary at Colorado will be five million dollars versus three thousand at Jackson State. Three hundred thousand. Sorry, my bad. It, it, well, it might as well be three thousand. Let's be real. Five million <laughs> versus three hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. So the thing about it is that um, 
we don't really know what's going on in his pockets and we don't really know what's going on in his situation, but people are always going to talk. And we want to make sure we're talking to people who actually have information, not just speculation. So we got Jamel Hill joining us on Wednesday. Uh, she's going to talk about not only this story, but the whole Jerry Jones 1957, Arkansas, you know, oh, I'm not racist. I was just standing in a group of them photo. So we're going to get into that when Jamel joins us on Wednesday. But what do you think? Do you think Dion is doing a disservice to HBCUs? Do you think he's turning his back on his moral, um, on his moral obligation to supporting HBCUs? Do you think that he is really just like switch siding on what he's been trying to put to achieve. I don't, Let me I don't know. Think, I thought you was asking me. <laughs> I know like, that's the people, but what do you think, Nails? No, I, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I mean, I, that man went to Jackson State and he did exactly what he was hired to do. One, he he uh, recruited like crazy. He got Jackson State the most publicity that school has ever gotten. College game day did broadcast from there. Student enrollment was booming because of all the publicity they were getting. And I mean, the man got offered $5 million to leave and go somewhere else and do the same thing. Like, he, I would have dipped too, you know, if I get an opportunity to do that. Because you don't know, just like you mentioned, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes between him and the athletic department or him and the president of the school. Honestly, if I was the president of Jackson State University, I would have figured out a way, like, why why would someone of uh, Dion's stature not want to stay here? Why didn't he capitalize on Dion being at that university. You know what I mean? Like, there's other opportunities right. where he could have helped raise some money to pay Dion the $5 million to keep him there. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, as an HBCU grad myself who also donates to HBCUs, congratulations, mm-hmm. Coach Prime. He did, and we appreciate the light that you put on HBCUs, and we appreciate what you came and did at not just Jackson State, but for all HBCUs. He pointed the finger from the spotlight of all the NFL, uh, uh, we got NFL combine because of him and other uh, black coaches speaking up. And also, it's just the fact that the man came and did exactly what he was supposed to do and he was hired to do. And now he's gotten hired to do that at another institution. Yeah, it's not an HBCU, but congratulations to Coach Prime. Willie Beeman. <laughs> Share your thoughts with us. one 855 that's one 262 Coming up next, one of our favorite segments you're going to learn about us. You just learned a lot about what Nails thinks is Coach Prime's uh, obligation to HBCUs. But we're going to get even deeper when we talk about our worst date ever. So stick around right here with The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's The Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, joined by my homeboy... DJ Nails, and it is time for our segment, getting to know Amanda and Nails, because we're just getting to learn each other. I know it's not like we knew each other for a long time. No, we're learning each other just as you are learning us as well. And today's yes. question is, what was, um, what's your worst date ever and why? Now, we had already talked about our best date. Now, I have some options that I had to choose from for worst <laughs> date. And um, you know what? I'm going to keep it in the, in the Insecure family, because my... <laughs> My Uh-oh. best date was with an actor on Insecure. My worst date was with a crew member from Insecure. Uh, oh where so basically, like after the show one night, he had like come to my trailer. Like he was like waiting outside my trailer because a friend of mine on the show told him that I had a crush on him. I, I was like, why would you do that? 
I did not want you to tell this person that I had a crush on them. It was a set crush. When you're on a show, sometimes you just create a set crush. Someone to look at when you're on set for 16 hours. That doesn't mean you can actually act on it. Long story short, dude came up and was like, listen... I've been had a thing for you. Like, I really actually feel like we're supposed to be married. Like, he had this whole, I mean, nails. It was like a whole, like, speech. He, I mean, he was like, he was reading it off a scroll, okay? And wow. I was like, all right, well, you know, I mean, damn. Let's see. So, we end up finally going on a date after two weeks. Because I was like, why have we not gone on a date yet? And you would like, damn near proposed to me the first time you ever met me. And he was like, all right, let's go on a date. So, we go on a date on Easter Sunday. Now, he comes and picks me up. I look cute. We go to this restaurant for brunch. And on the date, he's like, I just want to let you know off top, I'm really bad at like speaking and communicating my feelings, which is why Barack Obama is my favorite president. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand. He's like, because he's so good at speaking. He's so good at telling his feelings, expressing himself. I didn't have the heart to tell him, but the people writing them speeches, okay? He's reading off a prompter, but... I just let oh. him live that. I let him have that. I said, okay. And then we ended up going now to the aquarium because I had asked him, like, do I need to bring a sensible shoe with me for whatever we're doing? So this could have been the best date because you're taking me to an aquarium. That's one of my favorite places to go. Shout out to the Shed Aquarium in Chicago. One of the best aquariums. I've Animals. So we go on a date to this aquarium. We're walking around the aquarium and like, you know, it just was weird because I could feel like he started feeling like insecure. So he started like picking on me. He was like, you walk like you're trying to fight somebody. And it's like, I'm, I'm literally just walking to throw a piece of trash away. <laughs> like, I, like, like, he's like, why aren't you in any Star Wars movies? And I was like, I mean, I just haven't had the opportunity yet. He's like, well, you're slipping on your agents. And like everything started to be like really like, tick, 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 you know? And at this point, I'm just trying to keep the peace and have a good time because we're at an aquarium. Why not? So now we're on the ride home and he just turns to me out the blue nails and goes, do you think you're smarter than me? Uh, well. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, I think I'm very smart. I think that I am a genius in certain areas, but I think you and your field, you're an expert in your field. I don't know anything about that field. So I think we all have our expertise. Y'all see what women have to do? Coddling, coddling, coddling. Next thing, we're in the driveway of my apartment building and he's talking and he's like trying to agree with something that I, I told him that I felt like a lot of dudes in California don't let you know that they're into you. And he started defending it, defending this other dude. And I was like, why are you like trying so hard to defend somebody you don't even know? And he just got so frustrated. And he was like, I just feel like uh, you're not communicating well with me. I was like, I mean, I'm trying to communicate with you. I'm trying to talk to you. And like, I just, I'm trying to ask you a question and he's got quiet. Okay. And it was just, just quiet. And then I hear, and I was like, are, are you crying? Because it's like dark, right? We're just like sitting in the car. I was like, are you crying? And he was like, uh -huh. yes. I just love mom so much. Yeah! Bruh. Yeah, so, what so are we talking ask, about? When, when y'all was on your date, was he drinking any brown liquor? <laughs> no, clearly. he was not. By the way, we had to go to set the next day and I like was I had like his sweater on because it was cold in the in the aquarium and I had to like bring in his sweater on oh. set. But a testament to my adultness, y'all. I did not make a petty. I did not act a fool. I just was like I sent I gave him the pit, the sweater and I was like the the uh what did I say? I said the jellyfish were really nice and kept him moving. <laughs> we had a I'm whole season to finish. <laughs> I'm surprised at the uh when he asked you um do you think you're smarter than me? 
I'm surprised your slick ass ain't be like, so when you say smarter than you. No, why would I do that? Listen, I love love. Like, I know how to not be a, an ass in a situation. No, and I really was like, well, let me just keep this above board. All right, all right so I monopolized this. Nails, what is your worst date? So my worst date, it had nothing to do with her, right? So we ended up going out to this little date. We go out to, uh, well, it used to be called, I forgot, it was downtown Disney at one point. Now it's called Disney Springs. We went out there. Mm -hmm. And you know Mm -hmm. how in certain areas in the parking garage, there's parking is not really scarce, but you got to park a little distance away from everything. If you want to get a decent parking spot, you got to just ride around closer, right? So I thought I found a parking spot that was ideal, perfect parking spot right in the front in the parking garage right by the elevator so we go and we eat our dinner and everything we hang out we do the whole walk around disney springs and we go back and i i don't see my car oh no so i'm wondering like yo did we park on this level let's let's go up real quick we went up another another level wasn't there went down a couple levels wasn't there my car got towed no yeah no why yeah yeah because i was parked in the fire lane it wasn't even like the parking spot did not look like a fire lane. It looked like a open parking spot for people. Exactly. Dog, the Damn. worst date. I literally had to call the tow trunk company and all that. Like, first off, they didn't even have the tow truck company where they were towing your vehicles to. They didn't have oh my it anywhere Come on the on, sign. Disney. So I had to go and find security and all this stuff. It was a whole hassle. And she had to be a part of this whole process. The whole thing. And she mm. had high heels on and everything. No! And I know how y'all get when you get high heels on. It was a wrap oh. the rest of that night. You should apologize to her right here, right now. <laughs> yeah, I do. I apologize for that night at Disney Springs. I sincerely apologize. We ended up having a good night the rest of the night, though. So, Oh, you see? <laughs> hey. Well, y'all, that is another edition of Getting to Know Amanda and Nails. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal right, Show. y'all. Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We are about to head on out of here. Nails, uh, anything you want to tell the people before you go? I'm literally going to get on my phone as soon as we end this show, and I'm going to tell all my friends down in Georgia to go and vote. This election is too important. We laugh and we point the finger and we repost these little gaffes that Herschel Walker saying on social media. But guess what? It's a competitive race, and you need to tell your friends in Georgia, do not embarrass us. Please. Don't embarrass us because honestly, we're gonna be real mad if we look in the Senate and you see Herschel Walker in there. You know, he like to like play with his coat, you know, like, oh, hi, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Herschel. Mm-mm-mm. So, Georgia, get on out there if you haven't already. Also, really excited to welcome my homegirl, Jamel Hill. She's gonna join us uh, yeah. to discuss Deion Sanders leaving an HBCU and more. The little scrappy was like, I see y'all talking about Kanye, but y'all ain't talking about Jerry Jones. Baby, everybody talking about Jerry Jones. Maybe you just ain't talking to the right people because a lot of us are talking <laughs> about Jerry Jones, and Jamel Hill will be here talking about Jerry Jones. Uh, that's going down tomorrow, so make sure you stick around. And if you miss it, you can still check it out on our podcast because you can get the Amanda Seal show every day, everywhere where podcasts are casted. And you can stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. All right, Georgia, make sure you go out and vote. And all y'all listening, make sure you join us tomorrow morning right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.